2: August is almost over, and that means the Kind of Funny Patreon pledge drive is about to wrap up. If you love what we do, please know we couldn't do it without your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny. And it would mean the world to us if you tossed us a sub, even if it was just for a month.
0: What's up and welcome back to kind of funny games daily for Thursday, August 22nd, 2023, a.k.a. the day of Gamescom 2023 opening night live. That is, of course, I am Tim Geddes. I'm joined by the new face of video games, Blessing at Jr. Good afternoon, Tim. I'm joined by the master of hype, Snowbike Mike. Wonderful afternoon, Tim. And I'm joined by game over Greggy himself, Greg Miller.
3: You said Thursday and I, I my heart stopped. I was like, it's not Thursday, is it?
0: Wow. Tuesday. Tuesday. You're so right. You're so right. I'm it doesn't matter. I, it I'm not, not even trying to correct you. It's not even that. It's just like... I
3: was like, what day is it?
0: <laughs> there was definitely some like dyslexia going on there where I was like looking at the Tuesday and the August. And for some reason, it created a Thursday in my mind. August is How like that worked, the Thursday of months. That, that's exactly yeah. where my head yeah, went. Yeah, no, well, I feel you. I understand. You, no, I got it Because I know that sounds crazy. Yeah, but no, but I, I totally I understand that. what you're talking about. Totally believe that. Anyways, here's the thing, guys. We're about to break down everything we just saw during Opening Night Live 2023, Jeff Keeley's latest endeavor. Um, of course, you can watch our live reactions over on YouTube com slash kind of funny games if you want to see us live react to everything but now that we've got a chance to see it all we're going to give our thoughts overall on what we just saw uh Thing by thing, game by game, movie by movie, potentially. A lot of stuff to talk about.
1: Snyder by Zack Snyder. series By Netflix series.
0: Stage (laughs) Crasher by Stage Crasher. Wow. Exactly. There were highs. There were lows. There was everything in between. Uh, But, of course, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily, where each and every weekday we get together to talk about all the video game news that you need to know. And we do it live on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. If you can't watch live, that's totally cool. You can watch later on YouTube youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com as a video. But if you want to listen as a podcast, search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games daily. And we'll be right there for you. But here's the thing, everybody, Joey just told you at the top of the show, but if you want to go above and beyond, you can go to patreoncom slash kind of funny, uh, where you can get the shows ad free. You get a whole bunch of bonus content, including a new episode of kind of beauty. We just did yesterday where one of the questions was name, a ratcheting clank weapon. And let me tell you, that's a lot. As a man that loves Ratchet and Clank, I was sitting there scratching my head. I'm like, "Oh man, I can think of them. I just can't think of the names." Mike, what you the got? The Razorblade one? one. We shoot off that's not a
3: name. Oh, not. not a name. Mike, name the, the b- Mike, name the best boss battle in the Metal
1: Gear Solid series. Well, it's definitely not that old guy. So if I had to Come pick on, one, it end? would be you like liquid. He hates the end. That was such a boring fight. Because he only watched He'll it. That's the problem. Oh, over there, Barrett. He's over there. He crawl over the there. It's the peak he of the Metal Gear stealth gameplay. Game game. God. God. You can like go words. check out that episode
0: on Patreon. It was a fantastic one. Uh, shout out to our Patreon producers, Jedi Master Deadpool, Delaney Twining, and Logan Delaney, the Delaney brothers, Delaney uh, for knows. helping us out over there on Patreon, just like you can. Uh, today, we're brought to you by BetterHelp, but we'll tell you about that later. I want to get right into it. What did we think about Gamescom opening night live? Greg Miller, I want to start with you. Oh, yeah, for news. We have one story today. A dozen! Exactly. Uh, Greg, what would you give this year's Gamescom opening night live on the kind of funny scale of one to Five.
3: I was hoping you wouldn't start with me so I could coast
0: and I could bounce off. No, board. no, no, no. Cause that'd be
3: a cowardly move and I'm no fucking coward. You don't coast. I also know I'm an uggo. Thanks to Mike. Mike revealed that I'm fucking ugly on this stream, but you know what I mean?
1: I no, think I know. was stunned. I was like, oh, Oh, you're hot. You know what all right. no, cool. You're they sexy can. was the word
3: two hours. I right, here's, I'm going to say it. I'm just going to throw out there. Throw it out, there, it, throw it it out. in the chat. I know I see you over here. You're not going to like it. I'm aware. Oh. I'm going to say it straight to your face though. For games.com Opening night live, which again is what we were reviewing this on and doing on this. This was a four out of five. This was great. I had a lot of fun. Granted, a lot of fun with you guys and eating wings and talking shit and doing whatever. But even looking through it, like even the games I wasn't into presented well. I wasn't sitting here going like, I am bored to tears. Some things went on too long. This, that, the other, <laughs> yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, and you're gonna, I know they're going to call it a, What about the people popping in and they're saying like, oh, we're going to give you the awards. We're going to show you some cosplay shit. We're gonna do this. It's like, it's Gamescom. That has to happen. That is what this show is. Again, I saw earlier in the chat go by, someone say, oh man, Jeff needs to drop Gamescom and just keep it to Game Awards and, and uh, Summer Game Fest. And it's like, yo, this is like, This isn't even really Jeff's thing. He partners with Gamescom. They hire him to make this show and do this. He's getting the bag for it and he's bringing his friends together. Like, would you, would I, you know, I I wasn't hyped coming into this, which helped. I came in being like, all right, I'm going to do this thing and I had fun and I saw some cool games. And I'll I'll tell you what, it was, uh, again, four out of five, right? But I would sit through it all again and it could be all terrible games. It could be all PC games if you're going to drop that Crimson Desert on me one more time. That was dope. That was an awesome trailer. Definitely. I had a lot of fun today.
1: Snowbike Mike, what about you? Greg, I like you saying that. I'm on a three out of five. I think it was an okay presentation. I think it was a good three out of five. I like what Jeff has done. I like what Greg, of course, explained to the audience right there. Like, knowing what opening night live is, right? It's the kickoff to the big Gamescom convention. and The big goal is, like, sharing the games that you're most likely going to go get hands-on time with at the convention itself. Did it have some really fun games to watch that showed off very well? Heck yeah, did. There were some great trailers that speak to a wide breadth of audience, which I thought was really, really awesome. Were there some moments where we really got in the mud and slowed down? Of course, that happens all the time. Call of Duty, Overstate its welcome they probably should have showed the you, multiplayer Roger maps. map out here freaking out you were having a great time. i had a great time i'm just saying it showed poorly it should have showed the multiplayer maps or if you do want to show off hey this is the open mission structure that we're promoting you need to show it in different facets they you need to that. say hey blessing went up top oh mike went through the sewers like you have to do it like that you can't just show me going into prison in verdansk and going I'm left, right, and center. Like, it just doesn't look good, team, right? But other than that, was, this was an all-around fine, fun show. So, nice three out of five. High three out of five for Mike.
0: Bless.
2: Yeah, I'm also at a high 3 out of 5. I think it started off really, really strong, right? Early on, we had that Starfield live-action trailer, and I think that blew all of us away. The Little Nightmares 3 announcement was really cool. I know Roger was in the other room going crazy. Black Myth Wukong had a fantastic trailer. Crimson Desert had a fantastic trailer. Like There was a lot of energy in that first, I'd say first fourth of the show first third of the show but then i think we did get into the mud a little bit where i found myself getting a bit uh, a bit bored when we reached uh fort solace under the waves the first uh the, the first descendant and like parts of these games look cool right even the first descendant was one we're starting and i'm like all right another one of these And then you see more of the gameplay and you're like oh actually no this looks really cool um but i think for me there was still this level of all right it is it feels like a lot of sitting around listening people talk watching trailers that aren't paced the best and i understand that it is gamescom it is opening night live this is kind of what, ha- what it has to be but i don't think that removes it from the context of we've seen what five out of five showcases look like we've seen what four out of five showcases look like and like you know gamescom is not the one that i'm looking forward to out of the the jeff Keighley trio right i'm gonna be so excited when we get to the game awards i'm gonna be so excited when we get to summer game fest gamescom is another year where when we get to it next year i am gonna be like all right what are the big what are the big games we think about when we think about gamescom and what closes it All right, we got uh, a Dead Island two, uh, 2 announcement last year. We got uh, Saints Row a couple years ago, and this year we got another showing of Island Wake 2. Island Wake 2 looks really cool, right? But that is not on the level of showing off a brand new game that we could get at a Game Awards, in the case of an Elden Ring and stuff like that. And so um, I still thought it was a good time, though. Like, I'm, this is not a bad showcase for me. Three out of five is a good score. Like, that is, you are good. You're solid right there. And
1: so that's where I'm leaving it, even though there are, I, I, there are some highlights here that I'm sure we'll get into. Really quick, Tim, you know, I asked you, I was like, how do we improve upon this? Is this the year that Jeff like blows us out of the water? I want to walk away saying this was an improvement. This was, of course he has the games, right? Like we are in a year mm-hmm. stacked with some killer games. So of course it's going to be a little bit easier to show all that, but like, it felt like this was a much more fun show to watch than last year's show. So I think there are improvements being made to this opening night ceremony that makes it like, Oh, this is worthwhile to watch.
0: Yeah. Right there with you, this to me is a very solid three out of five. I feel like I always go into these um, showcases, conferences, whatever they are, wanting answers to questions we're asking wanting surprises and I feel like while we didn't get too many surprises in terms of announcements we did get surprises in terms of seeing some games like Crimson Desert that made us all go oh wow we might have heard of this before we might have seen it before but I'm being surprised at how this looks it is now something I'm like looking forward to and in terms of answering questions we're asking getting the release dates for Sonic getting the release dates for Tekken like that's what I'm looking for here so I'm 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 satisfied with getting that stuff I feel like this is the best opening night live that we've seen thus far I think it is finding its footing that we've talked about for a long time. This kind of being that middle show that allows more of a preview focus, more of a, you already know about this. Let's go a little bit deeper into it, which I think is a very tough thing to show. And I think that that is a harder thing to create um, extremely compelling and exciting content out of, especially over two hours, because um, there's a lot of known quantities going into it. But then also if the game's not for you, you already know it's not for you potentially. So I feel like there's that tougher sell of them being like, You're either in on Alan Wake or you're not. You're either in on all the Hoyoverse stuff or you're not. So it's like, um, you know, that little bit of we always talk about, Greg, going back to the the days of PSX and stuff of like, there's going to be 20 announcements and hopefully three of them are for you, that type of thing. Yeah. I think for a show that's more focused on deep dives, that gets a little more challenging just because like. We are expecting more and it's kind of delivering Lords of the Fallen is going to be delivering for people that are looking for the update on that game as opposed to, hey, here's this fun announcement. But having said that, I think this did a good job of doing that. I feel like it wasn't boring. I feel like there was some I have criticisms of the pacing, but I feel like overall it worked. Uh, I'm with Bless and, and Mike to the extent of There was uh the get into the mud part of the show and i don't think there's ever getting away from that i think the show could have improved in certain ways but overall i'm not really going to ding them on the um the pacing of this one i feel like there was a a lot of great stuff um uh, the game showed well i think is the the most important thing they're they're varied they're cool um i always want more excitement like I, i i feel like this is such a great example of how one of these shows can go does one of these shows need to happen? That's a different question. But the fact of the matter is Games Gamescom exists, and I do think that this is a excellent kickoff to uh, the people being there, being able to play this weekend and all of that. Watching from home, it's a little bit of more a mixed bag for me where I'm like, I personally much prefer a Game Awards or Summer Games sure. type thing mm. of announcements where it's like this type of thing. It's like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know the future of this in terms of like how how excited I'll ever be for one of these. But, hey, if it's a three out of five, I'm okay
1: with it. If it was a two out of five, it'd be more of an issue, you know? If we were in in Germany right now, would you want to go to this live? No. Like, that's what really this is. It's like the pre to the big convention. This is the night before. Hey, instead of going getting blasted at the bar, why don't you come out and hang out with all your gamer friends? Like, would you want to go to this? I 100% would want to. This is two hours in the big convention hall getting to see games developers come out i think this is really fun i like this now
4: tim you and me we would go out and we'd go get some sauces since we're in germany and oh, get sausage. just like a bunch of Kolsch. that'd Kölsch. be a fun time yeah blast yeah. oh yeah
2: i mean i think there's something nice about having the celebratory thing that you can go to right because when you're looking at gamescom you're talking about a lot of fans but you're also talking about a lot of people that work in the industry and are also developers and so for me if i'm in gamescom if i'm at germany for sure, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go to the two-hour thing, uh, two-hour show uh, that Jeff Kelly's throwing on. Uh, sit next to my friends, cheer for the homies that I see go on stage. Cheer for when I see Troy Baker get on stage, right? Like, I think that's a fun environment, regardless, right? Like, I think we're in a very unique spot of looking at this through more of a critical lens because most people don't do that. Most people just show up and like have fun at these things, right? But I think for us, there is this level of, all right, this is this is setting the tone, right? Like, what does this look like in terms of how we view showcases as a whole? And I think. When it comes down to it, yeah, like I think there's space to do better, but I also think that these do get better year by year. Like I think it's marginally. Like I don't. I, if I had to guess what my last couple of years were for um, or scores were for the last few years, I'll say I probably gave Gamescom last year a three, maybe before that I gave it a three also, right? Like I, th- I feel like this always hits that consistent level of all right, well, that was fine. Like that was a that, that was a show. I think eventually we could get to a four, and that just and that mainly depends on what that divvy up looks like as E3 starts to go, right? Like by next year, when uh, Jeff Keighley has even more power and he is able to like go, okay, this is at Summer Game Fest. This is at Gamescom. This is at the, the Game Awards. I think you find the opportunities to even out the shows throughout, but I think this is just where we're at with I don't think Gamescom that'll ever happen, though.
3: I think it's back to what this show is and what Gamescom is, and I think, again, as Jeff gets more and more control and publishers see more and more value in SGF slash that E3 timeframe, right, I think you'll continue to see that information go, so Gamescom has to pivot and be something different, and again, deep dives and longer stuff and getting into it, that may be a turnoff if you're not into the game, and again, that's why I'm saying I think this is a great presentation for what it had to be. Mm. This isn't a great Uh, SGF conference. This isn't a great E3 conference. This isn't a great Game Awards.
1: This is a very different thing. Yeah, is this a showcase? Right, like truly and honestly, is this a showcase? No, not really. It's the kickoff to a games convention where it's showing you the games that you're probably going to play. I don't really look at it as a summer showcase where it is the big reveals and all that jazz. I think there's, he's got three different things he's touching that are so drastically different, right? Yeah, we all come to see the games and hope for big reveals, but like he's got a Game Awards show He's got a summer fest where he actually reveals the big marketing push. And then he's got somewhere he's got to make a fun opening night ceremony, essentially, just like the Olympics that are fun to watch for people to come to and spend their time before this. He's got three different things that all I think he's doing well with. If they're different things, they need to be treated differently, though. I think that, that's the thing
0: is like they're, I, they don't the, feel
1: different, though. They do feel different to they me.
0: Feel, I, they, different. You say you do think I feel like yeah, they feel different. I yeah. think I mean, they do feel different, but in terms of like like the way that they're promoted, the way they're talked about, it's like really the only major difference is the amount of hype around announcements. It's like our games being announced or not is really the biggest difference between Game Awards, Summer Game Fest and opening night live in terms of the way that the them being a showcase is presented. Uh, and I feel like they did a great job of, yeah. of managing those expectations. But when you manage expectations to not be too hyped or excited for things, then, yeah, you get a three out of five when you accomplish your goals accomplished the goals here and i said this during the the live event but i do think by far this was the best gamescom in terms of uh the the lack of commercials and advertising getting in the way of course there are sponsored moments that pays the bills and all that but i feel like that stuff like it was game pass essentially and like armored core and things like that that were um really showing uh shown that way but i like that i feel like hey reminder immortals is out Armored Core is coming like in a couple weeks. It's like, yeah, that's that's the point of this type of thing is to like keep celebrating games, promote these games that we're gonna hopefully be talking about during Game Awards season. Um, Let's get into a breakdown, item by item, of what was announced shown at Opening Night Live. Started with Starfield getting a musical performance uh, by the composer. Small grand piano. A very small grand piano. It's yes. cut in half, some would yeah, say. Yeah, crazy. Uh, playing the Starfield theme. Starfield, of course, very, very, very imminent. Um, we got the, the cool launch trailer uh, that we love to see. Live action. This was legit awesome.
1: Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah, this yeah, super yeah. dope. And then Todd Howard came out, made it even more fun. Like That's a strong start right there. That was dope again
3: good. very different than what you'd see i think at a sgf or uh one well, in some ways but you know what i mean in terms of what you'd get from the other shows for a game that is imminent let's not do a gigantic deep dive let's do the little presentation with some music let's show you the brand new ad that is cool it was well done and well shot and got me hype and then of course yeah have todd come out and uh, talk through some of the more hey this is what we wanted to make and why and show you this stuff and remind you of what this is a game that even though we all think about it all the time in terms of it being imminent we still haven't seen that much from Public. publicly yeah. also yeah. this risk people crash the stage
2: yeah i was gonna say like it's it's like you, i feel you gotta stress how tough it is to like be on stage and be at a presentation like this where you know so many people are watching right and like you know when you're in the midst of introing someone like todd, todd howard that the that the audience goes crazy for to have somebody crash the stage right before that is really rattling so like shout out to jeff keely for being able to kind of keep it together and be able to transition out of that into the
3: I mean, Jeff, race. a consummate professional, I assure yeah. you, Greg would not have this reaction if you crashed a uh, Dice Awards or whatever. I would uh, especially wrestle you to the ground right here. Tombstone figure out. pile push, I'll drive you. Push this you. motherfucker away, right? And I hate that he's wearing an Austin 316 shirt. Yeah.
1: Don't put this on WWE gamers on top of that. Yeah. This was the first time Jeff had to put up with one, like, in the middle of this. Remember yeah, the Virginia, last one man. guy came at the end and jumped in during the actual game of the year award right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time where someone we are kicking off the show. Jeff is about to find his and You can look at, look at how and,
3: restrained he's yeah. trying to be. He's yeah. understandably so angry right there. And so and said, how slow fucking security was. Oh, so I, slow. I, I stepped on you when you're like, there's two. I'm like, no, no, the guy. I thought the guy who came out with his hands up was trying to block the mm. guy. I didn't realize he was with him, that yeah, other people were coming to the stage.
1: No, Jeff did very well. And like you said, Bless, he recovered well is the main goal. Because you could have easily shut down there, but the guy couldn't shut down. Show's so got to go on. Got to go. It's so
0: upsetting, man. Don't do this shit. Like, I just can't believe that like this is happening. It's so unfortunate that, like Jeff was saying, that like a celebration of games and all this stuff that, like, the, the, this creates the need for like ridiculous levels of security. That is just like such fucking bullshit.
3: I, I mean, back to back and I guess not back to back. Cause there's nothing that's GF, right. But it's one of those things of, yeah, like this is going to ruin it for everyone else. So, like yeah. we talked about it at game wars last year, right. When it happened or last game wars, right. Where I was like, well, we've always thought it was so bizarre that no one checks your ticket all the way down. Like I could see it next year, having it really, you know, partitioned off, right. Of like really stringent security of getting the Phil Spencer's and uh, influencer people down to where their seats should be keeping away the public. And you look at this, it's like, you'd imagine it's going to be the same thing. If suddenly the social contract is broken, that you won't rush the stage and say, Bill Clinton wants GTA six. Yeah. Which again, like, we come up with something. What, do, what, up with it, something what, what are you trying to do? If you're trying to do, is, this? It, yeah. is
1: that kid paying people to go all around? No, the he's just inspired one? other. You know what I mean? Is, is he paying kids? What is he? It's doing like
0: Batman what? when Batman talks about this. I was looking in the chat. Like, there's uh, article, articles on Dick talking about how, like, this kid, <laughs> this kid, not the Game Awards kid, but this kid does similar things of, like, has invaded other German TV channels to say the exact same thing. Great. Um, anyway, that's just fucking. Don't do this shit. Um, anyways, Starfield. Kicking it off, musical performance. Just, hey, this game's happening. It's happening soon. Uh, First new franchise in 20 something years. It's just wild. So good for them. Hopefully this works out. Story number two Little Nightmares 2, or game number two, Little Nightmares 3. Um, this one from supermassive coming 2024, uh, along with the sounds of nightmares, a six episode podcast you can get now, uh, looks like co-op coming to little nightmares franchise. Um, I played little nightmares one a little bit and it was, it was pretty cool, but I, I don't remember why I never stuck with it, but, um, Mike, you kind of popped off for the co-op here.
1: Yeah, I really like Little Nightmares 2, and I'm excited to see more of this game. I think this is a really good IP. Very interesting. It's in new hands, like you brought up earlier. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I love a good co-op horror experience, and I think... Little Nightmares is a perfect game on the couch, just like It Takes Two, where you and a loved one, you and a family member, a friend could play this together, and it will make that experience that much better, right? Because, like, that's how I played Little Nightmares, too, was helping my friend play the game, right? Like, hey, I couldn't get past this. Can you help me? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. We're sitting on the couch having a good time. The idea that we can play this together co-op, I love that. I love that. I like the look of it a lot. I'm always a fan of
0: little bird guys. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. I don't know what the deal is, but they're cool.
3: Also an interesting one of, you know, this is Namco Bandai uh, pivoting from uh, the developer, right? They were is who had made Little Night Bears 1 and 2. Uh, and here we see Bandai, Bandai Namco, uh, you know, doubling down. Tarsier had said this was that number two was their last one, but, you know, Bandai could do whatever they want with it. It's their IP. And here we are giving to super massive, of course, the Until Dawn people, the quarry people, uh, the one we are a big fan of, the Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean to you? Like, are you surprised that Supermassive would be making Little Nightmares Three? There's something about that. Yes that feels and no. Like, it
3: kind of feels like it. It, it kind of makes sense, right? Little Nightmares, their whole horror thing, their vibe of it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, a very different game than what we've seen with all the other, you know, choose your own adventure horror games they make. But that's also been a joke for quite a while, right? The fact that like, okay, you go from Until Dawn, you start doing uh, the series I was just talking about, Dark Pictures Pictures, Anthology. I mean, they Uh,
2: did like Rush of Blood and and stuff And then
3: you put Quarry, yeah, and then you put the Quarry out there, right? And they're all just the same kind of game, a different shade. Yes, of course, the Rush of Blood and uh, the other one. They've done two of the VR games. Oh, yeah, the the, one that came out this year. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, they're different. There it is, nailed it. Uh, But
2: it's like, okay, I'm sure they want to stretch their legs in some way.
0: Yeah, it's just and insane it, how many games they're putting out. I sure. mean, there
2: was I like, think in chat mentioned the in, Inpatient, which I think was them as well. Like they, VR, yeah. I think they're kind of like, and I don't mean this in a negative way, right? But like kind of gun for hireish of, hey, dude, we're super massive and we make these creepy ass games, and we're versatile in our in our um, ability, right? We make a lot of these types of narrative stuff, but that doesn't mean that hey, if you show up with the bag, though, we won't do a Little Nightmares 3, right? Like, they strike me as one of those, which honestly is good for them I like that because they're able to get that money in and they're able to um, partner with people like PlayStation, partner with people like b and Namco, which they partnered with on... What, Dark Pictures Anthology. Dark Pictures Anthology, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so you already have that relationship.
3: This was already. the one, yeah, where when they came out and they are like, we're going to do nine of these did, games who did, who once the court? a year. Who published the court? 2K.
0: Oh, you're right, yeah. Yeah. Really, really interesting out there. Super massive. Uh, Black Myth Wukong was next. This is... Uh, super super cool uh chinese game uh bless you're you've been excited for this one yeah
2: it's been one that's been going viral for a couple of years now on um on the internet and it looks really cool right kind of has this action i forget the, the term we came up for it but like that almost souls like type action um gameplay to it but it almost looks like it flows a little bit closer to something like Sekiro or something that is um like less on the fantasy side and more so on like the um i don't know feudal japan is the correct w- uh, uh, way to describe it but like it definitely isn't like that dark fantasy that we're used to right and it looks really cool the big boss battles look re- really cool the um uh, all the big boss fights seemingly being like against these fucked up looking animals this really cool idea right like right now you you look at the video and you have this tiger drinking out of a pool of blood and then powering up it looks really cool. It looks really fun. Um, and yeah, this trailer, I think, was another one of like, yeah, this continues to look awesome.
0: Uh, just real quick, going back to um, uh, Little Nightmares 3, Tom Davis in the chat was saying that uh, Supermassive actually helped with Little Nightmares 2 as well. The enhanced um, edition. On the on the uh, Xbox Series X and uh, the, the ports. Right. T- so.
3: Tarsier made it, but then they are the ones who got it for the next gen.
0: So there's some familiarity. But yeah, uh, what about you, Mike? What are you ah, thinking I'm about this that. one?
1: It looked good. Uh, it didn't have the as hype moment as we first saw it, right? I think when that like took over the culture and everybody was like, Oh my God, we got to talk about this game. It is nice to finally see it again. I think that's the big win for me. Is like, put this game back on the map. Let's get some excitement going on, especially at the world's largest in-person gaming convention. I know they have a booth down there that people took photos of. So it's like, Let's get the excitement for this. Let's move towards a release date. Let's get a date and let's get people playing this game because it looks dope.
0: Yeah, that's my my biggest thing is the no release date. Like I feel like the, yeah. the Gamescom, again, answer the questions here. So I was a little surprised not to get one for this.
2: It but did get it. It looks awesome. I believe it got a 2024 not too long ago. Okay. I think maybe like a, maybe a week ago or something, but I can double check that.
0: Um, Yeah, I threw him in the chat saying summer 2024 for that one. Uh, Then Killing Floor 3.
1: Mike popped huge hey, Mike popped huge. grab your friends killing floor. I mean, this is a fun online co-op shooter, uh, horde mode type vibe. Just a bunch of just scary monsters rushing at you and your friends. And it's just all guns blazing. I've played killing floor two with my friends. I'm always looking for just a fun multiplayer co-op shooter. Uh, I hope this comes to consoles. I don't know where killing floor two left off, but I know I played it exclusively on PC and yeah, this is a good game. If I can get this title for 20 to $30 with my friends, we're in for a couple of fun nights, and that's what it's all about. It is
3: currently in development for PC, PlayStation 5, and the Xbox Series oh, slash S consoles. Yep. Uh, of course, this will be up to five teammates as they battle through, joint forces with up to five teammates as they battle through a war-ravaged dystopian future, surviving unrelenting waves of
1: Zeds, unlocking new skills, and building the ultimate arsenal. You know we talk about games like Warhammer Dark Tide, right? We played that game. There was Vermintide as well. There's like these interesting like co op shooters, and some of them hit, some of them don't. Killing Floor has a fun audience on PC. I like the style of Killing Floor more than what I did with Dark Tide. So if you were someone that really enjoyed Dark Tide, you might like this. If you didn't like Dark Tide, this is something different that I think you'll enjoy.
0: Uh, keeping with the, the the mic games here, Age of Empires Four. Available today.
1: Stealth release. Here it was. They dropped it on us. I am so happy about this because there was a lot of question marks of where are we on the Xbox side of things with first party releases? We were promised a lot of dates here for 2023. Some dates got pushed. I'm looking at you, Forza. There was one, of course, Age of Empires 4, where we really didn't know when this was going to drop, right? We already had Age of Empires 2 prove that it can come to consoles and do well with the controller inputs, and it was very well done, right? So now it's awesome to see that Age of Empires 4 is here, and I think this is exactly how you do it. We don't need a lead-up to Age of Empires 4. It's already been released on PC. We already know what it's all about. I don't need major reviews all over again. I don't need people going hands-on previews with this. We've proven that it can play on a console with a controller. Now it's time to drop this one, you have Age of Empires 2 and now Age 4 on Game Pass on console, crossplay and all that. Yes, big win. Great job on this one team. Uh, and then next up, I want to talk about Zack Snyder
0: coming out to talk about Rebel, Rebel Moon. Moon. Uh, the movie's coming to Netflix on December 22nd for part one. This part two will be in April. April. Uh, and they announced they're making a game, which is the reason that uh, they're here at Gamescom. Uh, a Rebel Moon game by Super, Super Evil Megacorp. Uh, Greg, you looked up a little more info on, on that. A of stuff we never talk about. Yeah. Other
3: games we don't know much about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll smaller titles,
0: some mobile leaning it seemed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, not too high expectations for this uh, at this point, I would say. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for the movie. I'm hopeful. Don't know you? The-
1: have you seen yeah. the trailer? Because we didn't watch the trailer, so I have no idea. No, what but I mean, is. just everything going into this. Like, I feel like, you know, uh, about uh, a bunch about this. Nah, I don't know anything about it. Oh, okay, we just know the guy's attached to it that Yeah, okay, I mean, it, when you got Zack Snyder
3: it, and the Snyderverse attached, come on, let's go come on, man. I just We're know not. it's
4: like, uh, it's what he wants his, like, Star Wars to be, especially with the name, like, Rebel Moon, like, I I, you guys weren't able to see the trailer when I had pulled it away, just because I didn't want us to get taken down on YouTube Live uh, But there was stuff that, like, legit just straight up looks like lightsabers and stuff, and it looks very, like, uh, oh. yeah, a little bit generic because of how many things it's pulling from, but there is still something interesting visually about it, and if I have to give any credit to Zack Snyder. I think as a visual kind sure. of director, he knows what to look for, knows what to do, especially with action. So like he's doing that stuff again, but in space.
3: Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, from of course, super evil mega website. They have some information that they didn't go into about the game. Right. Uh, to summarize the details, this is from their blog post. We are making a rebel moon game. It is a four player co-op action game. It will be exclusive to Netflix members.
2: Hey! Interesting.
3: We are working in close collaboration with the t- movie team to provide an additive and detailed look at the universe and factions you will experience in the films.
0: Netflix games, baby.
1: So let's Going talk about hard. that really quick, because like, the developer looks like some mobile titles, right? Because Van Glory, I played mobile MOBA. I liked it a lot. I thought it was very well done. Uh, they have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in that mix as well. You talk about the release schedule of this is in December. The next one, I believe, is April 2024. So we're hoping the game is right after that, right? Like Hey, I, I'm interested in this. Coming as a guy who liked defiance, and I like the idea of like a TV show meets your video game, and we share that world all the time. If this movie is good, you got me. I'm interested. I am. Uh, I'm interested. I'm excited for Rebel Moon. I don't have high expectations for
0: Rebel Moon. The game, I I think there's not a chance it's above a five out of ten. <laughs>
2: This all sounds terrible to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, We're going to keep talking about everything else announced at Gamescom, but, real quick, here is a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all know life can be hard. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know from experience how often it just seems easier to care about others and keep it moving, but when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. For more balance with BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kindoffunny.
3: Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA.
0: So the next one, Crimson Desert. I would kind of say probably all of our biggest pop of the show. Let's yeah, uh, that, okay, looked tell awesome. tell that looked
3: awesome. Let's that real, looked awesome. That looked like game of the show. Every hundred percent game in of the my ch- hand. There we go. Is there that. we go, baby. two, you get the runner-up award. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it caught us off guard. We didn't know. I didn't know anything about it. Uh, and then you were watching, like, all right, this kind of looks cool. And then they did this, and I was like, well, this kind of looks like Valhalla. And then I was like, well, the combat looks rad. And then it just kept getting more and more rad. It just looks awesome. This open world, run around, do all this stuff. I'm down. Let's go. I like the part where he was
1: carrying a sheep. It's, see, the that's sheep. the thing. I yes. feel like the
0: sheep carrying is, was our first That pop. was the turning point. And then it just kept sure. going. And there well, kept being big moments then for then me. Then he pet the
1: dog. He carried the cat. And
0: you're like, what's happening? What's even going on here? For me, it was the moment you're in the sky and kind of turned into a bunch of, like, crows, it looked like. And then got back onto the horse. I was like, damn, dude. Like, there's some, some shit going on here. They're launch- the, the pole vaulting moment. That I was like, over the wall, a, yeah. I, I've never done that in a video game that I can think of. Like, mm. that's cool that, like, yes, this game is utterly beautiful. But in a lot of ways, it just looks like. Pieces of things we've seen before, but then I feel like they're like, no, 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 no. There's some stuff you
1: ain't never seen. Mm -hmm. Hot air balloon rides. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) name me a video game you've been in the hot air balloon. It almost looks too good to be true. Yeah, Uh, and that's my that's 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 my only worry about it
2: is that like, okay, is this really what it's going to be? But I think for the showing they had here, it looks really good. And yeah, toward the end, for me, it was Sky Islands. It gave me vibes, and I know this is a high
3: bar, but stick with me. It gave me vibes of Assassin's Creed meets The Witcher Three. Mm-hmm. you okay. know what I mean like I got that kind of thing of like oh okay oh yeah, okay. yeah. and then he does this thing is so where we went crazy do you think you can go to those mountains over here? a little dragon if dog you see it, you can by. go to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. especially as
1: you turn into a weird crow thing and climb this wooden man of course the team from uh black desert which yeah. I really liked I loved that MMO uh this is exciting a single player one hopefully it will control just a little bit better than the MMO because of course you put MMO gameplay on a controller there's a lot of buttons to try to map and yeah. uh too so i hope it's a little bit smoother than
2: that that's the thing that sold that sold me a bit more because i went into this thinking it was mmo because i'd saw that we'd seen this before at a previous showcase and knowing it was from the black desert online people it's like okay this is multiplayer. all right is this real is like is this really what it's going to be like but then yeah learning it's more of a single player action thing has me way more excited because yeah i can actually believe that this exists a bit more and all this looks incredible all this looks like a really good time
0: uh that's the game the black desert online that's the one with the Incredibly deep character creation. Correct. Right? Yeah. There's stuff that won't,
1: you're just wowed by every time. Man. And I mean, all these character models look good. This yeah. looks just like Black Desert. This is how good Black Desert looks as well.
0: Yeah. Really, really, really impressive stuff there. Uh, next up, we got Payday 3 coming on September 21st. We had a little uh, iced tea. Ice tea. He knows something Ice about tea. heists. Um, so, is thank that you.
4: because he's in uh, what, what show is he in? Is SVU? He, yeah. yeah. No, no, they, no they he, don't said, do he
2: said in my real life. Oh, he's yeah, in this real his life. life. He's yeah. been there. Wow. Uh, okay. That's so
0: September 21st for this one, Mike, you're the biggest Payday fan I know. Yeah. I mean, it's more Payday. If is he you, the only <laughs> fan you know? <laughs> okay. If you like
1: Payday 1, Payday 2, you're going to really enjoy this. It is more Payday. They have added some more bells and whistles to this. Of course, they're moving into the next gen of game development because Payday 2 was quite some time ago. Right. But if you are expecting something brand new. This is not it. This is payday, right? So you need to know what you're going into. You and your friends need to learn the stealth mechanics. You need to understand how to prep and really execute the heights. Or you're going to be just like me, where one of you is going to mess up immediately, and it's just going to be guns blazing for the next 20 minutes. That's washy to happen all the time due to washy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you like payday, guess what? Payday 3 is coming, and it is a lot more, more good payday. Plus, I, I need to know this is a mystery flavor. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes I can tell you about it. It tastes like say, a mystery. Which year? I mean which three year. years. 2021 was um, candy corn. Why the fuck do you know that? Well, we they just we remained. Ran oh I,
2: mean, <laughs> that, <laughs> I was like, well, why
4: do you know that off the top of the dome? no, no. no Mike insane. just said that he just pulled out the first word that came taste out. Taste it? it. How does it taste? It's fruit candy chews.
2: And what did you say candy corn i think it's fruit candy juice okay yeah well i just looked it up because you know i what?
1: didn't little people know corn is a fruit i don't think that's true <laughs> damn <I try. laughs> i'm from you illinois you really say things, man. <laughs> next up we had assassin's
0: creed mirage uh, was there any new info here or was this just uh, was there even a trailer <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, <laughs> oh, they, they, they said that it was in um, uh, the native oh, language, yeah. right? Was, but I imagine that wasn't new information. I, I think it was. Okay.
4: Maybe not, but this was at least the first time that they really showcased it. So I don't know, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. Shout out to that. Cool. Game's coming real soon. Uh, and then Give we got stabby Vest Tekken 8. We got the release date. Final the questions being answered. January 26, 2024.
2: Plus, what do you think about that release date? Where were you on January 26th? i was playing Tekken <laughs> like, eight this, this is a Check really the good online logs you could see <laughs> you can see it um i mean this game continues to look incredible and yeah like coming off of that closed network test i am antsy for it this game seems like it's in a place where it's very ready <laughs> and so i think january 26 makes a lot of sense it makes me wonder if we would have gotten it sooner if it weren't for the already super packed uh fighting game year that we're having and mortal Kombat coming out this fall but i think either way uh january is setting it up for a lot of success you don't have a lot of games coming out in january i might be speaking on my ass because i have not looked at the calendar yet, but I don't think there's a lot of games coming out in January. Um, we and didn't you have, a have a lot of Persia. That's what we were talking about before. Oh, um, yeah. I guess Prince of Persia. By the way, like Tekken 8 is a force, and so yeah, Tekken in general is a force, and so it'll it'll be fine. That sounds like a great spot. I yeah.
3: Think. Right now on GameInformer.com/slash2024, it is just Prince of Persia on the 18th and Tekken on the 26th. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What
1: about so, Justice League? The squad. that
2: is set for February, February the 2nd. Can't wait. Can't wait. And the, oh, also the single player arcade mode. Looks cool. Um, when it comes to Tekken single player, depending on the iteration, you I could be in or out, in or out. I like the Tekken Force stuff, but it's also very dumb fun, right? You're just doing beat em up gameplay. Uh, lately in fighting games, the arc- like the virtual arcades have been in. Uh, Street Fighter had had um, one as well, right? With Street Fighter, the online mode, the online lobby mode. Uh, and yeah, like I, I like that they're doing something different. I think the Avatar stuff looks really goofy, but I. Th- Still prefer this over just going into a menu and watching, like, the story for Tekken 7 was fucking terrible, Mike. Like, it was oh, it was basically, really? like, yeah, it was from, like, the first person of a dude that was recounting a story. And it, was, it, it wasn't great. I like stuff like this better. This nice. seems like it has okay. more opportunity to be a, a bit more fresh cool. and interesting. And so
0: um, I can't wait to check it out. I look at this, I'm like, oh, I hate it. I yeah. hate it, man. I, the like, story stuff. It in direct comparison to Mortal Kombat. Like Mortal Kombat, everything I see, I get more and more hyped. I'm like, I can't wait for this campaign. It's going to be so awesome. Yeah. When I saw Street Fighter World Tour, I was like, I don't know about this. And I'm seeing this, in my oh, I'm getting a lot of that. Seeing the first trailer for Tekken 8 with the 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 beach, like the water smashing up against the rocks as they as they were fighting, I was like, I can see this translating to an incredibly cool single player. Mm. Now I'm like, okay, I, my my hopes are being dashed, but. I'm not the guy that's in there for the gameplay of it. I'm more for, like, let's play to get the story and have the the fun of it all. So my eyes are now shifting to Mortal Kombat 1. But next up, we had Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Talking about them open-world zombies November 10th. Uh, we get a, a look at, they've been talking a lot recently about the more open world missions. They did not show that. They showed a
1: one of the more traditional cinematic style Call of Duty missions. Mike, you want to take this one? We're going to breach and clear. I'm super excited about this, right? Because we are continuing after Modern Warfare 2. So it is awesome to have Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer coming in to help the team and build out this campaign. Of course, the big news is zombies coming to Modern Warfare for the first time ever open world zombies is going to be very interesting. If you played the blackout zombies recently, they really did like black ops zombies. They really did expand the zombies universe instead of just being in tight corridors. It did feel much bigger on like kind of open fields running around back and forth. So it will be exciting to see, What is zombies now? Because everyone loves zombies on the multiplayer side. It is exciting for me personally. I know a lot of people are mixed on the idea of just bringing back the 2007, 2009 modern warfare two maps. But I love the idea of like, give us those maps for modern times and then they'll release more maps. I believe they said 16 over the course of the lifespan of new maps. So it's going to be cool to go back to those old school maps. And then as for the story in the campaign, Very fun idea to open it up and allow you to kind of do the Metal Gear Solid 5 of like go in and infiltrate how you want to on these different uh, missions instead of just the very linear go from point A to point B to point C to point D and have the big bombastic moments. I like this. I want them to try. Last year they tried crafting and a lot of people didn't care for the crafting. So what will they do here? I'm excited for it. More Call of Duty is awesome.
0: Mike, this being the second Modern Warfare 3, we've seen it, it many, many iterations of Call of Duty over the years. Is this what you would want most? Like, are we just at a point that, like, they've given you it all, and like, now it is just kind of like, yeah, give me what I, I liked before, but in a slightly different package? Or are you like, man, they keep missing the mark because I'm looking for this, and they're not delivering?
1: No, this is what I want. I'm I'm thinking in my mind they're delivering exactly what I want. Have they really missed the mark with Warzone? Yeah, I think we really would have had a much stronger Call of Duty community and a Call of Duty product if Warzone 2 didn't miss the mark a year ago or whenever that dropped, right? I think they just kind of missed it from that Warzone 1 super hype into Modern Warfare 2 into Black Ops, right? We had like this kind of Phase where everything was firing on all cylinders, and then Warzone started to stumble. And then we hit Vanguard, of course. And it's like, okay, nobody wanted to go back to that when we were really singing on what Black Ops and Modern Warfare was. We went to Vanguard, and that was the big stumble. We brought it back up recently with Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And right now, we are in a weird phase, right? Being purchased by Xbox. People want Call of Duty to now go into a different mode than annualization and not being dropped every single year. Well, what does that look like? Right. And so you're kind of seeing a small half step to that, right? Like we're not taking a full year off, but we're also not giving you a full package. Right. So like, where does this fall? Will it feel like a full package to people buying that game? Does it look like that? Does it look like a much more tighter package of like, Hey, we're giving you old maps. Cause we didn't want to make new maps. We didn't want to give you a big story campaign. So maybe we only have like eight missions on this. Right. So like, there's pieces of this that kind of look different, but I'm excited about this. This is what I want. I want more of the task force. I want more modern warfare because that's the place I prefer. I think every Call of Duty gamer is different. That was the best part. Next up we no have... two are like. No two are alike. <laughs> Nightingale,
0: early access mm. coming Groundhog's Day, February 2nd, 2024. Um, anyone popping off for this one?
3: No, this is the one, like I said, I saw I, I'm, it's a survival game. It's got the whole Mary Poppins look mixed with the fantasy oh, yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Aaron Flynn, formerly of Bioware is the guy behind this with his studio. I took the demo two SGFs ago and didn't leave going. I must play that, but left going, Oh, I could see this being a big deal for those kind of players. People who want to get into that world. They have a whole narrative for why it's happening the way it's happening, what's going on and the survival aspect of it, but it doesn't move the needle just because I'm not that type of gamer. February 22nd, by the
1: way. I oh, like it because oh, I like uh the freshness. I think a lot of these games, you put so much time into these survival games <laughs> that it starts to feel kind of repetitive of like same biomes, same animals that you're killing and fighting. This one feels a little more fresh of like Hey, there's some weird freaky deaky looking animals in this Mary Poppins world. You're going to go through these different weird portals to go to a new world and maybe grab those supplies, come back to yours. It looked like when you were building out, right, each one of those little places that they built out their settlements looked different each time. So I am hoping for something, right? Because we've seen games like Void Train come out. We've seen The Raft. We've played Velheim. Like, these are a hot genre right now, but I think someone needs to bring some freshness into it. I am waiting for you, Ark, Two. With Vin Diesel, but uh, I'll wait for that one day. You're
3: going to keep waiting. Uh, I'm going to keep game. waiting for that. All quiet on <laughs> <in> the west side. <laughs> been a
1: while. There,
0: yeah. uh, next up, we had Grand Blue Fantasy Relink uh, coming on February 1st here. Side um, Games is the publisher. Uh, bless anything? No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anybody anything? No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Immortals of Avium had a little uh, section here. Nothing too crazy. Greg, you already talked about this a couple times, but...
3: Three out of five on the kind of funny review scaling. Okay, game. Doesn't live up to its potential. Uh, We did a little thing, me and Mike, uh, during the pre-show for Gamescom. You'll be able to catch it soon as a YouTube
1: short and TikTok. Yep, Yeah. yep. Really good one if you want to check out Greg's review. We We had a great 15, 20-minute conversation. If you want to really know about this game, I encourage you to watch that. I thought it was really good. Conversation was a five.
0: Um, then we get into the um Hoyoverse stuff here, a little back to back to back action with Zenless Zone Zero kicking it off, bless. What yeah, you think? Uh
2: I, I like this segment. Zenless Zone Zero uh again continues to look really cool, right? If you're unfamiliar, it's another Hoyoverse, Hoyoverse being the folks behind Genshin Impact. Uh it's another game coming from them. Still doesn't have like a release window or a re- release date that bums me out right like i, I i'm at the point where i just want to know when i can get my hands on this thing but stylistically it continues to, de- to deliver right you got a really cool i don't even know what i would call this i guess cyber i guess cyberpunk mixed with like some really cool futuristic stuff going on here uh but like they still have that similar anime style that they had from from genshin impact and it looks really fun. It looks really cool. It has more actiony gameplay, and some of the stuff they showed off in this in this trailer is like some weird 2D arcade stuff that looks different. And like again, I don't know where it fits in the game, but again, It seems weird, right? It seems for weird. them to be
0: advertising this before the game's like really,
2: yeah. Like booked. I mean, I, it's one that I think is going to sell people when it's out, and everybody shows up for it, right? Like I think Holyovert has done a good enough job um, creating a fan base that now looks forward looks forward to their releases because like. Uh, Genshin Impact already has a big fan base, but then you you follow that up with Honkai Star Rail, and I've heard such good things about Honkai Star Rail to the point where, legitimately, like once it comes to PlayStation, which is tomorrow, I'm gonna pick it up. I might not pick it up tomorrow because I got like (laughs) eventually I'm gonna hop on Honkai Star Rail to see what what that's about because a lot of people have very glowing things to say. Like they have hooks that bring people in. Now some of those hooks are gotcha stuff, right? And like I like many people aren't, I'm not necessarily a big a big fan of that aspect, but there is core gameplay stuff that Holyoverse has in things like Genshin Impact and from what I've heard out of um, Honkai Star Rail that really works for people. And so, yeah, like, Zenless Zone Zero, I'm already sold on. Like, I've seen enough. Like, I'm ready for it, uh, for it to just have a date.
0: So then Honkai Star Rail coming to PS5 on August 23rd. Yeah. Uh, you interested in giving that a shot on ps5 i'm gonna give it a shot on ps5 this trailer did nothing
2: for me right like i, I this trailer confused me honestly a little bit because it was just like <laughs> yeah. all right let's show you characters walking around and like it and the trailer felt like they're doubling down on the waifu aspects of the game which i know is for some people right and i'm sure chat will say it's for me but like i want to see more, more i want to see what that gameplay looks like i want to see what that loop looks like and like they showed none of that in the trailer it was just like fan servicey type stuff which kind of unsold me a little bit but i'm still gonna check it out regardless
0: Uh, And then Genshin Impact uh, had uh, a bit there too. I didn't catch the news of it. There's going to be a concert coming later this year. Um, Greg, you put down S here. Do you know what that meant?
3: No, I started writing something and then there was like no news in the thing. So cool.
0: Cool. Will it be a concert in the
1: game? That'd be cool. I don't know. I like in game concerts. They're pretty cool. But like
2: Genshin is more single player. Um, Like there's some multiplayer, but it's not like a big Fortnite type thing. So I don't know if they'd be able to do that.
0: Uh, then next up, we had Lords of the Fallen coming October 13th. Um, bless you did a preview of this one.
2: Yeah. Lords of the Fallen is a really cool, um, upcoming fantasy action game, right? Has sort of a souls like vibe to it. Um, and yeah, I got to play a few hours of this game and I had a, I had a really good time with it, right? Like it has that production behind it that makes it feel like it is a, soulsy from soft like really good looking environments really meaty combat um the gimmick that this one has is like there are two worlds that are kind of working in tandem um that you're playing in at the same time uh they're called let's see umbral i believe is like the the death world and then axiom is the real world and so cool. when you die in axiom you then rise in umbral and then you have like sort of a second chance at life before you die again and then you have to like re- um uh, restart at the checkpoint but yeah like it seems really cool the last lords of the fallen game was forever ago and one of the things that the dev talked about when we were pre- when he was showing me the preview was the fact that this one is um more modern it's more grounded it's more gritty it's more bloody it's more um realistic and it's darker and so like if you if all those buzz terms sound good to you that's what you're getting out of this and even if you look at gameplay footage like so much of it is bloody so much of it is gory so much of it is going for that almost like shock factorness of you know seeing something that looks grotesque they are doubling down on all that stuff and it comes through when you're in the in the fights and a lot of the fights were really cool when i did the boss fights right again it is also the bigger than life stuff that you get out of uh, a souls like type of game um, and yeah like i had a, I had a really good time when i when i when i played it it sold me on it more like i want to pick it up when it comes out
0: so we are at just about the halfway mark through all the different uh things shown off. So, quite quite a bit of things here. There's 38 total. Uh, We're moving on to number uh, 19 here with Sonic Superstars, uh, a date of October 17th. I thought the presentation in this one was a little bit weird. There was no setup for it. It just kind of started and felt very much like a a commercial. uh, And this trailer felt very commercially. And I don't think it did its job. I'm really not sold on this trailer. Showing a lot of things that I'm like, oh man, this is what I like least about what my fears were for this game. Um, focusing on the multiplayer side of it. Uh, We played it. It does feel good. The abilities seem interesting uh, from what we played with the waterfall stuff. And we see something here where there's like many Sonics and all that. But that October 17th release date, I think, is doing such a disservice to this game, not just because, oh, we have so much going on, uh, but because that means it's directly in competition with Super Mario Wonder, uh, a game that uh, is also focusing on the four-player Four player multiplayer, uh, two side, or two two D platformer thing uh, with you know a classic mascot like Mario and Sonic. It's going to be yeah. a tough sell for this one. This is a game that Tim, I it's already... It's not going to be a
4: competition. Sonic no. is just going to outpace uh, <laughs> Mario a hundred percent. I mean, like He's I faster think, man. Sega think
0: does with Nintendo ten percent or less, man, and and that's it's just upsetting because i do think that there's there's a quality game here that that could potentially have its moment but i i think they're they're not going to have it because of that what do you think bless
2: no i'm i'm 1000% with you right and like not only is it just Mario versus Sonic, right? But then you throw in Spider Man Two into the mix, coming out three days after that. You throw in Lords of the Fallen coming out four days before that. You throw in Hot Wheels Unleashed coming out the next day. And I know not all of these are big. Hitters. You throw in a bunch of games that should be run in the opposite direction. Of Sonic Superstars. <laughs> I mean, fair, very asked. fair. But it's just like it's just crowded, regardless, right? It's not even. It stops being about the names of the games. At some point, it starts to be. It starts the to be noise. about like the noise, yeah, and just like the. Oh yeah, there's so many different options now. Like everybody's getting split between all these different things, and like. Honestly, the thing that people are going to flock to the most are Spider-Man and Mario. Like, at the end of the day, those are the two winners out of that that period. And so, you know, I hope to see Son- uh, Sonic do well. I hope to see that game come out and prove us wrong in terms of, so. you know, what all that content looks like. Again, I know we're sold on the gameplay aspect of it, but the art style, the presentation, and, like, the multiplayer stuff is where I want to see that game shine as well. And I think the proof's going to be in the pudding. I think, you know, once we get our hands on it, that's going to be the, the one we can make that judgment.
4: Really quick. Uh... How likely is it, even with like an announced date, do you think they try to push it at all at this point?
2: I mean, I think if they were going to, I think they would have already. Like, they've known these dates f- for months now, right? Mm-hmm. And like,
0: the, we've known this date. Like, we've leaked. known this, mate.
2: Yeah, yeah. This, this date leaked in, uh, what, June? June ish. has been yeah. out for months. And the fact that they've gone to the point where it's like, hey, let's announce our release date. And that is the release date they announced. That makes me think that they just don't care about, um, the other things going on that they're just like hey you know we're just gonna keep this uh this course i wonder if it's a thing of in november they already have a couple of games coming out between persona 5 tactica and um the yakuza game coming out maybe they're like hey sega already has a pack november we don't want to move sonic there and maybe they don't want to move it out of the year either maybe they want to get it out before holiday like these are all things mm-hmm. that i think could make sense but october just wanted to it. pose the question yeah, yeah. I wish they would have. I mean, honestly, I think the move. Actually, I guess this is not really a good move. I was going to say maybe replace the Sonic release date and the um, Yakuza release date, but that then you're just putting up Yakuza in a weird place too. So
0: yeah, very interesting. We'll have to see. But Sonic Frontiers, The Final Horizon DLC is coming. Uh, I had the date here. No, I don't. Oh, for Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, it is. September story, 28th. September 28th. The new final story, horizon. characters and challenges. There we got a, a little teaser. Him turning supersonic. Uh, any chance you're getting back to Frontiers for this? No, one absolutely does?
2: not. I'm I'm gonna be too busy playing Cyberpunk.
0: Then uh, we had First Descendant, a looter shooter. We have an open beta coming September. Lunar shooter. Looter shooter. <laughs> uh shooter. Anyone
1: actually interested in this one? Was yeah, this the cool? This thing was one with the one helmet? with the whip that uh, they started moving. We were like, oh wow, okay, yeah. movement traversal gunplay, looking kind of cool on this one. I'd want to try this one. I really want to try it. Yeah, it looks you cool. do want to try it. Okay. I like a good looter shooter. You know okay. that about me. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah.
3: Maybe uh, set up a station in there, you know? On PlayStation. If it's possible. Just for you. I'll screw yeah, me yeah. over again.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I'm, we'll try this. We'll try this. We're always open to trying new things and checking out some fun shooters. Uh, looter shooter. When you think looter shooter, where does your mind go to? Borderlands. Borderlands. Borderlands, right? Like, is it that kind of looter shooter? Of course, another looter shooter that I think of that Andy loved and I absolutely hated. What was it called, Greg? Do you remember? Uh, you know. Sh- Where's Jakob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outriders. 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 I loved it, too. I don't know why Andy gets called for And I it. feel I like that one, I feel like this game could be more of an Outriders type can of vibe. Can see
3: Bear, can you toss me on the trailer again? Show me some, show me some, show me, the show first me Descend- some, I, footage, show me uh, some, uh, footage, show wo- me wo- some. Descend- oh, my God. God.
2: So <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> oh, first what's Desc- it called? There was the First Descended.
3: First Descended, 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 Descended. Cool bunny-looking
1: helmet. Did you ever notice you Cyberpunk world. Anything? <laughs> this could be a song right Make now. It. Where's Andy?
0: Bring I'm, I'm gonna talk. mute your mic in a second. <laughs> I got three other ones to find. Don't mm-hmm. worry about mm-hmm. it. Yes, we're looking up the first descendant from Nexon again with the September 19th through 25th beta. Nexon big here. Nexon. Nexon had a big, big in general. Big. 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 Look for that. Not EA Sports big, you know just all next right, on college fucking
2: football
1: come bro. on damn you think about college football starts on saturday so my my thing with this trailer when they
2: introduce it new new game shooter, but yeah also true <laughs> i i rolled my eyes real quick at looter shooter just because like uh-huh. i mean i think the first thing i brought up was godfall i know that's a looter slasher but yeah still all that, I, I, I looter shooters do so little for me um but then and i you saw, saw that helmet i saw the helmet and i was like for the oh helmet. that's weird but then like she did the, uh, this one thing where like she got the whip and then flew up and it looked oh, really man. cool it's mama it does look like mama yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, We didn't get that starting too. Um, wait, cool. Wait, We're going to, the good, to we we the get to the good part. we to get to the good part. Go. If you're an audio start, thing,
3: him. they're doing the trailer. They're putting some stuff in their back. Those invisible. Invisible. Like, oh, okay. There's going to be some. It's like, See whoa. Yeah, jumping snipes. And yeah, like the, cool. the trailer keeps looking 360, more 360
2: cool no it scoop.
1: Goes. I like this. Power of the Sun on the Palm of My Hands. Auto Octavius. It's going to have a skill tree. It's going to have different guns. What was that game That Lost Planet? Lost oh, Planet. Yeah. What's that game? Yeah, yeah. Lost Planet. Lost Planet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nobody's <laughs> talking about Lost You're Planet. No, right nobody's
0: nobody's
2: talking about Lost Planet. You're right. But the first Descendant, I think, is bringing back the Lost Planet vibes that we okay. all loved and missed. Okay. Preach. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we had Under the Waves, August 29th. We've seen this one before. This Played it uh,
3: SGF. It's
0: you know psychological
3: underwater game. Of course, that screams Greg Miller. I'm excited to try it eventually. August 29th, yeah. I'll be, I'm will be. i going to be busy. Sorry, the dance card's pretty full right now. I don't know if I'm tossing in. Another
0: August 29th, what you doing, Greg? I'll be playing Starfield. You'll be playing Starfield.
3: Let, let Starfield, me, let, let me hit no, him August, with a couple no, of questions. I'm very interested
1: do. in this game, but I, I I am getting mixed signals from you in this game if I don't know quite where this is. Is this a Greg single player? I'm going to cry because I lost my mother, or is this a Subnautica build my base out and I get to explore the underwater you know world like in Dave the Diver where I'm in that submarine, and I'm getting lost in it.
3: Under the Waves is a narrative-driven adventure game about the engulfing power of grief. Mm-hmm. There's your answer. Done. Wow. You're gonna, gonna be grab a great game. Goddamn eyes out. Set in the depths of the North Sea in a techno-futuristic 1970s, professional diver Stan is struggling to overcome a life-changing loss and embrace a new future. Already, I'm in. Come it looks on, so me? good.
1: I just want to explore.
3: Is it his wife? Effect. Is it kid? Either way, I don't I'll be want. Crying. I don't want. Is it. Is it his that. dog? I don't Anything need can any happen. That. <gasps> Good.
0: Break me. <laughs> Break me parallel I don't, I don't studio. Uh, I'm a bucking bronco and I need to be broke. <laughs> holy shit. I uh, love that. Fort Solace I was like next. This. It's out today. Everybody, everyone was surprised about that. I was like,
1: is it? And then we Google the reviews. Man, I was like, Ooh. zero marketing going into that. Yeah. But right. a couple butthole jokes. I keep so thinking the odd Troy Baker called, butthole yes. jokes in there. I, and I missed it's it. Like, what okay. did he say about his butthole?
0: Uh Roger, Roger Craig. Oh yeah, a, a, a really bad pre written joke that didn't go over well.
1: Yeah, oh, that was a pre written joke. I thought that was like a Greg Miller off the cuff. I'm a Bucky bucking and I want to no. bro- know. I pre wrote that, <laughs> <pre-wrote> that too. I pre wrote that too. It feels off the cuff. So I'm gonna play this though. I'll talk about this uh, on some kind of funny content. I will play this week. You know you don't have to play it. Yeah, I want to check it out though. To see the verdict out. from PC you Gamer know, you know <laughs> is a
3: forty out of a hundred. The synopsis is: If Fort Solace was, uh, if Fort Solace really was a Netflix series, it wouldn't get a second season. There's nothing fundamentally disagreeable here with the intent to harness the cutting-edge tech of Unreal 5 in the service of a short, narrative-heavy game that isn't your typical AAA fodder. Yet it's impossible to ignore that titles such as Gone Home made collecting documents and finding keys more intriguing and even thrilling a decade ago. And none of these visual bells and whistles or voice talent in co- or with no oh, with none of these uh, visual bells and whistles. Or voice in contrast, Fort Solis, uh fails to convince it has... Convince it has a story that deserves telling or that has the right methods to tell it. All the production values in the world can't save it from that. Look how good Mike's hair looks right now.
2: Thank you. You know, him? (laughs) You? (laughs) (laughs) uh, Oh, man. When Fort Salis first came on screen... Tim thought it said "fart souls" and I think that's really funny. <laughs> God, <laughs> come on!
3: Someone make him, that game right now. Someone make Way that game right at now. Devolver?
2: Fart souls,
3: <laughs> fart it souls right
0: there. I'm gonna I'm gonna text him right now. You're gonna text Devolver? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Devolver, Mr. Devolver. Uh, What's her name? Nina Struthers. There it is. Yes. Uh, Expeditions, a mud runner game, was up next, followed by the Crew Motorfest. Was this
1: a good idea or a bad idea, Mike? <laughs> I mean, Mud Runner looked dope. Crew Motorfest—that's a tough one for you, Tim. I don't know about See, that. See, I'm
2: on one. the other side of it. I thought the crew looked kind of good. Really, this Mud looked Runner cool, did nothing. Bro. But I'm also- this one's got a
1: metal detector, an echo sound locator when you're in the mud and the water. I'm sure this will be a better game than the Crew Motorfest.
3: <laughs>
0: but also, I'm just not—I'm not a Mud Dang. Runner guy.
3: I texted Devolver and I said, "Fart Souls." You're welcome
0: yes <laughs> there you go um yeah okay do, do we have anything more to say about either of these here really quick i just uh blessed and i have talked about this
4: a few times the crew uh, being set in hawaii for the next game yeah i think it's really cool and it having I'm more just of just a Force horizon
2: set up to it as opposed to the traditional the crew i think is a good idea yeah. i just need the the execution to be there yeah the car I had just, rubicon on it that's pretty cool
4: yeah like i just i just need to see how it feels on the controller and stuff. And yeah. then at that, that point I'll get lost. You it's know? also,
2: it's the tough thing too, where like, I, you know what, <laughs> what messed me up? Is that Lego game I was looking forward to? Yeah, that yeah. open world yes. racing 2K Lego Drive game. or whatever. Two K Drive because yeah. I played a little bit of it. That and, came and went, and, and and I realized that like, oh wait, I could just play Forza. Like Forza Horizon still exists, and so I think that's what this game's kind of going up against in my mind of me picking it up and going, why am I playing the Crew Motor Fest
0: when I can just play Forza? I mean, dude, me and Greg watched the Grand Tourist movie, and legitimately, I'm not even joking about this. I, I was I liked the movie a lot, but I was like, man, a Forza Horizon movie could be freaking awesome. Oh hell yeah! So yeah. that's Fast and the Furious. Been, but like, like really going through with the whole the <laughs> festival that they're yeah, the festival, the, Horizon Horizon festival, festival yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: the upbeat vibes, the colors, the
0: music, the, the halo like vehicles, all, the announcer. Like, come yeah. on, uh, racing a train. We got Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty coming on September 26th. They showed off uh, a bit more here. Looks so, great.
2: I'm so excited for this. Um, RPGs are back. They
3: what? are back, and I'm incredibly stoked about this one. I still got to get a redownload and get my feet wet with my Kevin character, like, and then I'll be about to go.
2: The what RPG of the year conversation might be kind of insane. It's because I keep 100%. forgetting about Cyberpunk coming out. Yeah. Because I think that has a chance if this comes through and delivers. When we're it has really the have a chance, the, chance, it has a chance RPG to be the, of the Cyberpunk year. we wanted it to be at launch. Yeah. Right? Like we're I think, about Baldur's Gate. Well, I'm talking about nominations. I'm not, I'm talking okay. about Baldur's Gate will be RPG of the year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or okay, else, okay. Or else, okay. like, there's going to be <laughs> something wrong. Uh, but, like, I think when we get to the nominations, right, like between Baldur's Gate 3 and Starfield coming out and other RPGs That have come out You've named three <laughs> <don't> now You've <laughs> named three Well there's yeah. Final Fantasy But people in chat okay, Will get mad at go. me For calling Final Fantasy There's Octopath Traveler too That people always Want to talk about That's the gift Of all text Text back Oh, oh there in. Really, they're yeah. in buddy. Yeah. They're we in yeah. We just yeah. made money y'all But um, yeah Cyberpunk what, Looking, Watching this trailer Is a reminder of like Oh, yeah, this might be one of my most anticipated RPGs of the year. Like, this game, I got to play it at Summer Game Fest, and I had such a fun time with that preview, and looking at the trailer and and being reminded of all the overhaul stuff they did. They're like, yeah, we're finally making the Cyberpunk that we wanted to make, that, like, y'all deserved at launch. And already people like it, right? Like, already with the updates we do have, people have turned around on Cyberpunk. So you're telling me you're going to overhaul it way even more more than that? Like, going to the skill trees... Fix the cops, fix all this stuff. Like, yeah, this sounds awesome. This looks awesome.
3: The new ways to play trailer also highlighted the game's redesigned perk system, showing off some brand new perks that offer players more impactful gameplay options and the ability to take down enemies in thrilling original ways. <laughs> Enemy AI and combat will also be improved, making fights more dynamic. Another major overhaul revealed in the trailer is the new police system. Police AI has been improved, meaning the NCPD will respond to player actions in more realistic and engaging ways, including setting up roadblocks, attempting to ram players off the road, and more. I think that's just tip of the iceberg on everything that's
0: here uh next up we had stormgate which were, i was a little upset we weren't getting too much new info on but then they did announce the chain smokers are doing music for it yeah. so we can all rest easy tonight
1: and that'll be that interesting because that's like blizzard devs making something that looks like a starcraft slash warcraft type vibe so are you a starcraft warcraft guy i'm a warcraft 3 type of guy so i mean, love is rts this, is this something you're like ooh that's my intention. I don't think I will jump into that, but we'll see. You never know. If people are like, yo, this is a fun like RTS, you should jump in. I'll give it a try. The look is there. The look is there for sure. Chainsmokers is going to have the beats. Definitely. You saw them once. I've been to a couple Chainsmokers shows in my day. You have? I'll tell you what. It's a good time. The Honestill
2: in chat says Chainsmokers suck, exclamation
0: point.
1: Okay, well, that's not true. That's okay. not true. Well, that's
0: yeah. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, then they did the Green Studio of the Year Award. Uh, it and went it, to it, Xbox. It are green. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, well, honestly, wow. it's awesome. Like, like that, that is that's cool. It's cool.
2: They made they made the environmentally friendly. Xbox, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Or controller. Yeah. Yes, all, they that's the the controller. why they won. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A big
0: deal. They're making a big push on that. They also I think, made some mini fridges, you know that I'm sure are great. <laughs> but hey, you know what? We're not we're not doing that. They also okay, make a billion different about Xbox controllers.
2: controllers. <laughs> and also about Microsoft
0: as a whole, like as a larger company, definitely it
2: doesn't I'm have sure, you know, I'm sure in, Bill you know? Gates is responsible for ha- for half the, the
1: Shout out to the <laughs> game for Gamescom for hosting an award like that. That's nice to give some recognition and of oh. course most importantly starting pushing that into the conversation. Hopefully more You know, game developers, publishers, giant corporations take note of that and help us stay on planet Earth a little bit longer. I mean, Mike, it must
0: be really, really exciting to see Xbox win an award on the stage. Felt good. It already it already went. Felt back. good. Felt so, good,
3: yeah. DJ I D four maybe. It's already half gone the go. And they didn't ship any games, so there's like no carbon emissions. crazy.
2: This is the five copies of Redfall <laughs> didn't destroy the environment.
0: <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh, we are going to hell. Uh then last Epoch, Epoch. Epoch, you got it. Epoch. epoch uh come coming September 7th, the Rune Master.
3: Another action RPG. It's already been out. It's in early access on PC or whatever. Yeah, so you're getting the Rune Master on there. We were talking. Jeff was like, what a big year for action RPGs. Big old Snowbike Mike over here called me out. Are you going to play this one? Then I was like, I don't know. And I Googled just PC. Get the hell out of
1: here. Yeah, mm-hmm. Greg, is, look, Greg is actively on the hunt for more ARPGs, which I really that. like, right? Like You know I love a good ARPG. You got bit by the bug of Diablo. You're back on this, and you're like, yo, I would be willing to try new ones. And it's like, okay, cool. Put it on consoles.
3: What was guys. that one? We saw one at... Sgf maybe that we liked that we thought was cool. I forget in the trailer ran down Maybe it was Game Warrants, Doesn't matter. Do you think I, we'll
0: ever fix genres? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, it's really annoying. Well, this is a conversation <laughs> for a different time. But like, I, I, I just will not accept that Horizon Forbidden West is being called an action. RPG. RPG I don't. I so even think it's,
3: it's a. I don't even think it's an RPG. Here's man. the thing, though. I think is where one of the things right is that. We're expanding on it, but I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chad. The way I've always understood it, like a Diablo, right, is an ARPG in the way a Baldur's Gate is a CRPG. Uh-huh. So you really want to say action RPG. You would say ARPG and know that that means that, whereas an action RPG, I think, goes that way with it, where you toss that and you toss in an Outriders, Fair. like Fair. we're talking about or whatever.
1: Blurred Fair. lines. I know you it, no, I mean, general, like you won't. No, just in general, like style. We don't, it, you know? He's dead, right? Emily like, Radikowski? What? Wait, did Robin Thicke die? No, <laughs> No okay. to like that. Alan
0: Thicke died okay. Don't yeah. kill Robin Thicke I met Robin Thicke at uh, We met Robin Thicke at the what? No Way Home from at No, at um, Across oh, the Spider-Verse He was there? Yeah
2: Oh, I didn't talk to him I'd be too intimidated Because he's been Bless, I think you
0: did
1: Bless every we single we thing you, know, talking, too, you should talk There, there is. People. I did not know that was Robin Thick. <laughs>
2: Wait, show me a picture of Robin Thick, somebody. Oh,
0: man. The fans learning today
2: what Zack
4: Snyder looks <laughs> like and what Robin Thick looks like. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was Robin Thick. I thought it was just a guy.
0: Oh, my Lord. I thought that was a dude. Was uh, cool. Next up, my boy Ben Brode comes out talking about Marvel Snap. It's on Steam now. You can get it. Um, showed another little fun animated trailer for this thing. I love Marvel Snap. Um Armored Core 6, get a little trailer for that. It's dropping very, very soon. Uh, When's it come out? Uh, Friday? Friday, yeah. We're going to play it on stream here. You're going to look like
1: a weird metal bug. You know, they all look like bugs. (laughs) We're going to make some metal bugs on stream Friday. (laughs) We're going to check it out. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time.
0: Uh, Then we had Warhaven. Coming on September twenty first. Early access, yeah, yeah. Early access to E. Oh wait, do oh, wait.
2: I somehow missed a bunch of games in my notes, and I swear to God, you're just making shit up. Yeah, yeah. Warhaven. No, no, no real talk. Early I read
0: steam. Greg wrote this one down. I don't have it on my notes either. <laughs> this might have been the, the Buffalo Wild Wings break. Um, presented by Buffalo Wild Wings.
3: <laughs> Warhaven, 9th, September twenty first. Early access theme presented by Buffalo Wild Wings. This uh, is a free to play PvP medieval fantasy uh, oh,
1: yes. uh, warfare game. This game looked like Mordal for a second. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Then after Warhaven, we got Mortal Kombat One. Bless. What do you think?
2: I've never been so excited for a Mortal Kombat game, and I'm somebody who i historically I fucking love Mortal Kombat. Right? Like I look forward to every single one. This one is doing things differently. Like the all the story stuff that they're showing off has been some of the most exciting things. I think they've been treating the character reveals all the right ways. Like the the each character reveal trailer is kind of revealing them in factions. Right? They're revealing them in groups, and as soon as as soon as somebody mentioned Outworld, immediately I was like, oh, we're getting Shao Kahn, we're gonna get Sindel, we're gonna get some more Outworld people. And I, I like, th- I, I'm still not sure if this is Shao Kahn or if they're just calling him General Shao uh, or whatever in this game, but either way, I think that's cool, right? The fact that they can take this character who is who you know who he is right and give him this different uh uh sort of angle and like make that seem fresh i love seeing his his move set here i love seeing the axe be the center of of how he fights sindel looks sick like i, I like that they're this is gonna sound ridiculous i like that they're exp- expanding on the hair con- uh, combat yeah like good all the moves that she's doing there with her hair i'm like this looks insane so and- i have a game for you bless Oh, what was it? Bayonetta, Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Oh, I, need get, I need to get back to Bayonetta. Um, but yeah, like uh, that stuff looks cool. Having Motaro as a cameo fighter, having Shujinko as a cameo fighter is fucking insane. Um, but then, of course, Raiden being Raiden being uh, Luke Kang's champion, one is really cool just for the reversed nature of it. But then also is interesting because I could have sworn in one of the first trailers we got, um, what was his name? My guy, Kung Lao. Mm-hmm. Kung Lao was the champion. I could have sworn that was the setup for it is that Kung Lao was going to be Liu Kang's champion. And so I want to know what happened. Or maybe, maybe there's
4: like a time jump. Maybe like we, we start off with him and then he dies and then this is like the rest of it.
0: Didn't they set it up that they were brothers? Who are brothers? No, 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 no. That was Scorpion of Zero. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait. for Yeah, this.
1: Liu Kang the is God.
2: <laughs> Ryan's just a dude. And then Kung Lao, um, who knows what role he's playing, but maybe it's both him and Raiden. I don't know. But I, this, uh, this looks fucking amazing.
0: It looks freaking amazing man like the gameplay itself is utterly fantastic but the cutscenes, man it's just like dude there nobody does it like netherreal man i can't wait for this we're getting so close yeah and i think we've got a banger on our hands uh ara history untold was next up it was an untold game.
1: history untold history 40x game 40x yeah No, no, six, six X. No, it's a four X. It's a strategy game. It's not, it's not six X. It's a four X. Four, oh, X. you said 4DX. Well, I was thinking about the movie theaters. Okay. <laughs> Think about that. Dog Fucking keep boss. getting a little sleepy here. I see his eyes. <laughs> Untold it looks cool. Looks cool. Not my style of game.
0: <laughs> uh, then we got Diablo season two, season of blood, coming Woo! October 17th with the, a new character, the vampire huntress Eris, uh, played by Gemma Chan. Uh, it's free. Is this great? Yeah. Diablo guy here. Yeah, hey,
3: it's me, Greg. You excited yeah. about this? Is Very this too excited. Too soon? Is this too? The first this right? season was too soon. Okay. There's been a lot of chatter in the Diablo community this uh, past <laughs> week about people who have fallen off, what Blizzard needs to do, and that, but the, for fixing. But they're talking about like the crazy kids who are playing like. Gajillion hours in, like France, the France of it all. Uh, For me, I still think that season one came too quickly. I would have liked to have more time with just the base game. Uh, But Jen and I jumped into season one and we enjoyed it. Uh, I've played more without her because she's been so busy. Obviously now we're swamped and everything else. Yada, yada, yada. But season of blood doing a vampire season right there at Halloween. That sounds perfect. I'm excited to get in there. Have some vampiric abilities.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Very
0: cool. Season two. Uh, Then next up we had Dustborn early 2024.
2: Yeah, so Dustborn is a really interesting one. Uh, I have a request for developers. Okay. If you do a preview of your game, please don't make the embargo two months later. Because I will not remember any of the details. Sure. I do have a... So I played this game, or I didn't play this game. Me and Andy watched the presentation of this game at Summer Game Fest. It was about like a 30-minute to an hour-long demo. And I was telling you, Greg, that like with every new beat that they showed both me and andy were like wow this is a greg ass video game i have all my notes here right so i'm just gonna run through actually no i'll start this up by running through the steam description so we can set the stage right Dustborn is a single player story driven action adventure game about hope love friendships robots and the power of words you play as pax exile con artist Anomal, with the ability to weaponize language, looking for a new life and a way out, PAX has been hired to transport an important package from Pacifica to Nova Scotia across the justice-controlled American Republic. Sounds like a legit reason for a road trip, right? So basically, it's a road trip game with a comic book art style where it's you and your band. Each of you guys have uh, these different ability abilities. Like I mentioned before in the um, the write-up for it, uh, Pax has this ability called Vox, where she can use her words as weapons. And so one of the things they, the, that they showed in the, the preview that, that I did were like, Her friends were arguing in the car and Pax is getting annoyed by it. So like she eventually just says, shut up. And everybody just quiets down because Mm -hmm. that's the power that she has. Um, But all of her friends also have powers. And so her friend Sai uses words to protect herself. Um, And like she can basically alter her body with words. And so she she can like turn herself into a block and stuff by just saying like saying those things out loud. Uh, Is it cool? Because this sounds not cool. It, it. I lie to you. When I th- saw it I was like oh it's a speaking Game it's gonna be true and I was like that sounds nice And then that I was like that sounds dumb it, uh, When they said it I was like this sounds dumb also yeah, yeah. But I think that combined with a lot Of other things makes it sound really interesting Like it sounds real it sounds like a jack of many Trades and I'm curious if Trades traits? Uh, and I'm curious to see like How many of those they actually achieve and so like another one They show <laughs> they talked about it, is that Noam another character can gaslight People uh, so his vocals can, I think I might have dated him once <laughs> A, his vocals can, can cancel out strong emotion. I got you. Um, so they do like a lot of interesting weird can I see things. The, that, can we see the trailer again? Barrett, I didn't get any of
3: this from watching the thing. Uh, like
2: a talkie game. And I was like, yeah. Are these people talking? That's great. I like that. The characters all sing because they're all part of a band. And so you'll get into like these mini games where you and I still got so much. <laughs> I still have like so much i'm shell-shocked from ofk so it's like that turns me off too um w- one of the things that they showed off and it was like way after they showed us this segment where me and Andy are like okay cool it's like kind of a narrative weird game this game is an action game like there's a segment where we show up to a baseball field and actually like, fight on, people. Time <laughs> mr anderson says it's not cool so it's definitely a great game you fuck off man <laughs> oh see this looks fun yeah and so like you know this the the see the combat was a part where i was like this looks janky but it looks like it's doing enough to get us through it, right? Like, give give us something fresh and, like, get uh, get us to the next thing. The thing that stuck out to me the most, though, like, aside from, like, the weird narrative and cool art style and all this stuff, was the fact that as you play the game, you are creating a comic book with your choices and oh. so you get back to the hub area and there's a comic book you can pick you can pick up and it is telling the story of the things that you just did okay based on the decisions that you've made in the story thus far okay um and so by the time you finish the game you'll have a full comic book of your adventure hmm. i thought that was really cool and i was immediately i mean were like yo this is some 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 greg shit right here but yeah it does a lot um it seems very thoughtful in like the dialogue and how they talk to each other and it seems like a greg ass sort of tone to sure. it whereas everything's kind of like you know, soft and mushy and emotional. Sure. Um, and yeah, I thought, I thought it looked neat. Like it, it didn't it blow looks me rough. Away. It didn't blow me away in any single one of his elements. And I'm with you that I think a lot of, a lot of parts of it look rough, but the more they talked about it, the more I'm like, all right, like you guys are doing something here. And like, it seems really different. It seems different from anything I, I've played. And so I kind of want to check it out when it comes out. Cool. Quick aside. Can you believe a like, good buy Volcano High? Is out like next week? No. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Is really? That's insane. Yeah. yeah,
0: we've been building that for a long time. Wow. Uh, next up, we had the penultimate game shown. Thank goodness you're here. It's coming to PC and Switch. Uh, very Cartoon Network ask looking this one semi what used to be Adult Swim. I would say it has morphed into the more Cartoon Network vibe. Yeah, but of, also like uh, Hulu, animation.
4: like uh, like Hulu original cartoon shows. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It looked. Uh, it's one of those games you look at it and you're like, I don't know exactly how the gameplay is going to work on this one. Um, yeah, but me, it's definitely me play for somebody. Mm-hmm. And then it ended with Alan Wake 2 talking all about that nightmare dimension. October 27th. This shit looks very cool. Very, Can't very, worry. very high quality. Very the scary. live action mixing and stuff, I'm not sold on. Uh, them talking about it, I was pretty into it. Seeing it in action reminds me a little too much of Twisted Metal 2012. And like wow! Parts of, like, do you not see that here? Like, especially with like the over editing of it all. I wonder. Yeah, how but I wonder how much is that trailer? The versus yeah, trailer? That's what I'm saying. No,
3: the live action's in the game. They
2: were saying. Oh, right? really? Okay. Didn't they say that? Yo, yeah, that was yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't they, they have that in the control though? Wasn't that yeah. really Handsome Man
3: like a live action yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like this, like on the nose. I think it's going to be distorted. It's in the dark place or whatever they called it, the nightmare dimension. I think it's.
2: I think it'll work. I'm with it. I can't wait. I played enough Hellblade. Hellblade did some weird things. Mm.
1: I like I like Quantum I like Break. weird. Yeah, I remember Quantum, Quantum Break. Break. Yeah,
2: yeah. Quantum Break just had a TV show, TV episodes, right? That, but they had yeah. the characters from the game, like they they crossed mm. over.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, But yeah, Alan Wake Two looks freaking awesome. So October 27th. I'm proud of them for thinking about the release date, pushing it back. Yeah. Shout out to Baldur's Gate Three and Alan Wake Two for doing what others are scared to do. You know what I mean? Everybody, get out of Sonic's way. Don't be afraid. Smart. <sighs> Mike, what are you gonna say? I just, no, I love Baldur's Gate. Love that you Baldur's Gate
2: that. Three is so good. Can we just like not play any other video games for the rest of the year and just play Baldur's Gate 3? We
0: we would like Three? Baldur's Gate Three soon coming to PlayStation, but eventually it's I'm not coming to on Xbox. But that's so far away. Mm-hmm. Plus, so far, far away. If was coming to mom and drop shops today, where would I look?
2: You would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday.
4: Do do yeah.
0: Uh, today we got Guild Wars 2 expansion. Uh, we have Fort Solus on, um, aka Fart Souls, on PC and PS5. We have Chicken Journey on PC. We have Immortals of Avium on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. We have The Oregon Trail on Xbox One. Ooh. Hey. Uh, we have Stone Age on <laughs> PC. WrestleQuest is finally out on everything. Let's everything. go. And uh, Crusader Kings 3, Wards and Wardens on PC. Um... I'm going to check that you're wrong just to see if we got anything wrong, but that feels absolutely impossible. Did anybody else impossible. forget that this is KFGD? <laughs> I'm just out here.
1: i it. never forgot.
0: Nothing wrong. Thank oh, you. Yes, I love you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, and then <laughs> this week's hosts are tomorrow. It'll be me and Blessing Thursday. It'll be Blessing Me and Friday. It's me and Bless. Yeah, what a squad. I love it. Uh, and if you, uh, we will do anything
1: after this, Mike i might play some Kingdom Hearts in are about you 30 minutes. So if you want to see part two of my Kingdom Hearts playthrough, come on back here to Twitch. We're going to shut down for just a little bit so we can stretch, get outside, get some sun on our face. But, uh, yeah, it's looking about time, probably 3 o'clock, top of the hour, to play more Kingdom Hearts How with your boy, you? Mike. Uh, I've made it to a town. Traverse yeah, yeah, Town.
2: Traverse Town. Oh, yeah. that?
1: No, I call it TT. I'm in T-Town. Oh, I can't wait. For, I might be like, in. Based, oh, on, yeah, based on
2: the things you discovered in that first stream. Dude, oh,
1: yeah. But you're about to be blown away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Letting oh, everybody know. So
0: top much. of the hour. Y'all can check that out on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Uh,
1: until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.